Hey, how are you, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Josh Potter Show, the first ever episode released on our new daily or our new uh, weekly release Wednesday is the new day that we release episodes. Remember that, folks. I don't want to hear any bullshit in the chat about Tuesday and missing an episode. No, it's Wednesdays now, and it's the first ever away game here inside the Gas Digital Studios. Oh, first ever. Yeah, first away game, and we have a great guest. Mark Norman's here. How are you, buddy? Hey, hey, put a towel down. We're breaking hymens. <laughs> Woo, good to be here. Good to see you, buddy. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a, a, a great while i'd imagine I, I can't remember the last brea or something like that maybe like, brea years ago before covid oh wow pre-covid brea that was a fun weekend and uh i think we met in buffalo in 2015 yeah 14? it was like new year's day or something like that wasn't it or like new year's weekend yeah i didn't sell three tickets uh we all bombed and uh, we got bombed after. oh my god i got so drunk that i lost my car that's right my car got towed <laughs> I forgot about that. I parked it somewhere, like in a school parking lot or something yeah. random like that, and then came out and the car was gone. Mm-hmm. Or we saw it like getting taken away, or somebody like told us, I don't remember. But then somebody gave us a ride because there was no right. Ubers then. No Uber. Whoa, that's weird. So it's like we were fucked. And then a guy just was like, are you from the radio? And I was like, yeah. Yes. And he was like, get in my truck. <laughs> get- I remember you falling out of the bed at one point. Oh, yeah. Of the truck. And you just rolled on the cement and got right up. <laughs> You're like a little tank. Oh, you, yeah. You can't break you. I am apply- I'm a little more rubbery. That's yeah. What, you know? well, I think you're already broken. Yeah, That's exactly. The thing. Yeah, it's you, like can't you can't break can't... what's already. Exactly. And, if you uh... threw a pile of glass on the ground, it's going <laughs> to still be a pile of glass. Also, your your glasses are like goggles. Like they're so thick that y- your face is protected. That's actually by des- That's on purpose because if i had an object come at me i need to have all the everyone's like oh you should get contacts if i got contacts a ball hits me in the head i'm blind forever uh-huh. good point so here we go i got these protective things and if you know something in the wind is blowing yeah yeah you're good me from bugs you ever see jizz on my glasses.com <laughs> yes that's a classic i used to love that one i want to get a chick to squirt on my glasses Ooh, now that's, we're talking that's a sight Squirt on my glasses. Yeah, get that going there, yeah. Pornhub. I I, uh, <laughs> I went down to girl once. She, she she squirted it in my face, and it was so cool. Oh yeah, that's the best. Yeah, I didn't know they could do it from oral. It's uh wild how many can do it. Yeah, it's actually something where it's like, oh, I think they're learning how to do. It's like uh, uh. the robots are becoming uh, aware. You know, <laughs> they're figuring out that their pussies can squirt now. Isn't it weird that like I I'm I grew up in the 80s and 90s and like you didn't hear one thing about squirting or really anal was like this crazy thing now anal's like first date or you know you do it in church well not just anal it's like now the tongue's in the ass like oh yeah before you kiss eating ass ass burger and uh but now it's like it's almost like the uh the sun-dried tomato it wasn't here then one day it's just here you know (laughs) now it's all we talk about (laughs) yeah it's like the atkins diet yes yes exactly exactly (laughs) but yeah no i mean anal was like this thing it's still kind of like because it is a to-do you know, it's sure. a real, like uh, it's on, a to do do. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real undertaking. Oh know? yeah, I, so I'm married, and so she's like, "Hey, we're married now. Put it right in the keister, and I can't do it. 
it's like too tight. We need lube. We have a candle. We have white noise playing, and she has to go on dietary restrictions yes. the day before. It's a, it's it's like the the planning is really what makes it not sexy. Anymore. It's a nightmare, and and it's too tight. We can't get it. And I, <laughs> I'm not well endowed or anything, but I cannot penetrate this beehole. There's been a couple that I've come across that they go like, yeah, let's do it, and then same thing where it's like this isn't fun. No, no. But they're like, you're not putting it in right. Oh, jeez. And I go, well, sorry. You ever watch porn bloopers? Oh, yeah. Oh, those are one time I saw, uh, this is the best one I ever saw. This guy's banging a lady, and it slips out and goes in her ass. And she's like, ah! <laughs> and then he goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she goes, I've always wanted to try it. Just just keep going. And I was like, whoa. Whoa, that's fun. So it just kind of worked that's out. That's almost like, uh, not even, a, was that, it's like, makes you wonder, was that a blooper? Ooh. Or was that just really great acting on both parts? Well, it was, I mean, this was Daniel Gay-Lewis. <laughs> this was like, dead, this was really yeah, Meryl Streep. Really, uh, we had a porn star on last week that uh, told us that she tore her uh, ass twice. Oh, tore her ass. Yeah, but it's like, that sounds more devastating than it actually is, I, from what she said. It's like a paper cut. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Because, yeah, it is quite a little aperture in there. Yeah. It's a balloon knot, so it's probably easy to, s to slice it. Sure, it's like you get a little stretched. Right. And it's got a little, like, uh, you know, tear there. So what do you do? Because you, you got to shit. you got to go on open the, it. Well, that's what I... I didn't get into the nitty-gritty of all that. I didn't want to really tear down the walls, you know yeah. what I'm saying, see how the sausage is made. But, I, you know, she said, you know, like, you just got to, like rest for two weeks or something like that no dicks in there yeah obviously or anything else but yeah when you shit that could be an infection yes exactly and you know what else is crazy this is what's so nutty about the vagina and now we're really getting deep into dr drew monologue, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the butthole and the vagina hole are so eerily close and like if you get shit in the vagina it'll fuck it up yeah oh it'll, yeah so it's weird that they're that it's almost like having a, a black panther and a clansman next door to each <laughs> yeah. other and there's just a little strip of of grass in between <laughs> and you're like you guys don't get along but yet you're right there i had a person uh the one time i actually had anal sex was with a, uh, my girlfriend at the time and she told me to go back and forth what and got pissed at me because i did Way she got, she was like, "Yeah, put it back in my pussy," and then I did, and then she was like, later on the next day or whatever, because she had difficulties. Ooh. She was like, "Why would you do that?" And I was like, "You said, yeah, I didn't know." You gotta get Who that the hell right. Am I, a fucking doctor? <laughs> yeah, you asked me to. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't know. You should have known it was gonna fuck things up. I didn't know any better. And you had dirty poop. Now you got poop in your puss. Ooh, that's a horrible children's book. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real like uh, you got peanut butter in my chocolate. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that's what it looks like when you get shit on your pubes. It looks like peanut butter in a carpet. I haven't gotten shit on my pubes. I don't think. Well, you haven't lived. Damn it. I got. How did that happen? Well, I've done my fair share of uh, butt stuff. Oh, I see. Their shit, not yours. Yeah, their shit. Okay, their yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I hooked up with a lady once, and we didn't have a condom. And she was like, well, just put it in my ass then. And I was like, wow, that is interesting logic. Because she <laughs> thought like, oh, I don't want to get pregnant, so just put it in my ass. Oh, that makes, well, yeah, that's like the old Catholic girl God's situation. hole. Yeah. God's hole, yeah. So I go, all right. And then, uh, you know, it was all well and good. We had a good time. And then I pull out, and I'm just covered in 
it looked like I did like a Dairy Queen chocolate dip, oh you know, gosh. with you the, the cone. You thought it was like wetness from something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was just like, ah, oh, seeing feces on your on your skin is is very like jarring. Oh like, yeah. Ah! And it was a lot of it, so I had to. I just ran into the bathroom, and I didn't want to make her feel bad. So she's like, "What's going on in there?" I was like, "Oh, I she had to didn't piss know really she bad." Shit everywhere. Well, it was just on me. It wasn't oh, everywhere. It wasn't like on the bed or anything. But it had like really um, splattered on me quite oh. a bit. So it was a just a quick burst. It wasn't. Yes, a, I see. But it was a healthy amount. Yeah, no, that's I've had those myself. I can kind of picture what happened there. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, I'm not too big into the uh, the back door. I uh, I'll put a tongue in. I'll put a finger in. But to me, it's I don't know if they like it. You like notoriously got sick from yes the h pylori yeah that's something that's i i mean now i'm terrified of that it's scary well you got to really get a spoon and a napkin under i mean the yeah shirt. you must have had a hearty uh <laughs> hearty dose <laughs> that's wild yeah i think really i ate some shit i took a corn at one point i felt I was like oh shit <laughs> but uh yeah yeah i was trying to be a you know giving generous lover oh my lord and it was right when the butt Eating was, it was like a craze. Yes. Everybody was doing it. It was like COVID. Everybody's doing it again. It was like pickleball. Yeah, pickleball. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. <laughs> Today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by DoorDash. And right now they've got going on the Dash Pass. It's the easiest way to get whatever you want, whatever you need delivered for less. I use this thing for everything. I mean, groceries, restaurants. Uh, just to get razors. I don't like going to buy razors. I don't, I mean, everything now at the Rite Aid or what have you is locked up in cabinets and I hate waiting for the person. Make someone else do that and then you tip them generously at the end of the whole thing. Dash Pass is the DoorDash membership that offers unlimited $0 delivery fees from thousands of eligible restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores. Receive DoorDash credits back on all pickup orders as well. DoorDash isn't just for food anymore, by the way. You can get flowers, pet supplies, groceries, all with the tap of a button. Cancel Dash Pass at any point. No hidden or additional fees. You're going to enjoy the best of your neighborhood. I found out about restaurants that I didn't even know existed thanks to DoorDash, honestly. I'm like, oh, that place is close to me? That's pretty cool. So right now you can get 50% off up to $20 value on your next Dash Pass order when you sign up for the membership and use code JP at checkout. That's 50% off your first Dash pass order up to $20 value with code JP. Say goodbye to delivery fees. Get Dash Pass from DoorDash today and use that code JP. When you've got zero delivery fees, you're free to get more because you can. Start with your free monthly trial right now. So you went to the Super Bowl. We talk about sports on the show. Yeah. I don't have my phone plugged in, so I'm going to play it like uh, off of it. But this is the sports intro. Beep, 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 now the Super Bowl. Nice. I feel like you just filmed a special needs kid for eight minutes. That was that was me. I am the special oh, needs okay. kid. Oh, okay. It's all yeah. It's you know we have to go with the copyright laws, so that's the way we get around these things. You, you know? do get the parking spot, dude. You should. You got the eyes. I don't drive anymore. Oh, smart. Yeah, I stopped. 
you know, for the betterment of the comedy. I could have killed so many headliners on their way up <laughs> <laughs> in my car. Big J, you, I could have killed a bunch of people. I think you were driving the Tracy Morgan car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wish. I would <laughs> I would have a lot more money. I would, you wouldn't true. see me again. <laughs> I'd be gone. Mm. But so you went to the game, and uh, did you, have, you don't have any skin in that. No, it was a Kansas City Queefs versus the uh, Philadelphia Kegels, and I am <laughs> I had two Philly guys with me, and I'm a Saints douche. I'm from right. New Orleans, so uh, I had no skin, but I was on shrooms. I'm mm. not the biggest uh, sports guy, so I was like, well, if we're going to the Super Bowl, I'm going to really make a meal out of it. I'm doing shrooms, and I'm Hell getting yeah. drunk. So we had great seats. It's Phoenix. The weather's nice. Uh it was a great game, but that fucking Rihanna show was really the highlight. Oh, on shrooms? Yeah. I can't even imagine. I mean, she's up on the top deck of those weird platforms. It looked like Super Mario, and I was like, this might be the most elaborate abortion of all time. <laughs> could she you falls. tell she was pregnant from where you were seated? You could. Yeah, we had great seats, and I was like, she looks thick. <laughs> you like, got such good seats, you could tell. She uh, you're like, mm, first trimester? <laughs> yeah, I could see a little <laughs> umbilical coming down. Uh, but uh, it was great, and... And I, it was so elaborate and, and fun, and I knew, you know, it's weird because you know all the songs. You're like, oh, I've heard these on the radio. Right. So I was just like, at one point, Gillis looks at me, and he's like, ah, and I was like, <laughs> just mesmerized. It was I, fucking the awesome. The songs were, like, just coming at you. Yeah. We took bets on, like, what song she was going to play at, uh, at this party I was at, and if, like, a, one of the ones that you bet on came up, you had to do a shot. Mm-hmm. And so we all picked three, and only one song that I picked, and multiple people. That's really? how many songs she has. It's crazy. She wow. didn't. She, there's, like, six songs she didn't do. Really? And you're like, I can't believe how many songs, Rian- like, where have I been? Yeah, I mean, I thought she, I thought she did her whole catalog. Yeah, I knew every word of every one, and I go, oh, yeah, that song. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then the ones that I picked... Not even in there. Damn. Crazy. What a boomer. I know. I Don't you feel... I, my phone just updated today, mm. and I don't even know my way around it. I hate the update. It's a bummer, because now you got to get used to it, and you yeah. got to figure it out. And, you, and you, you, your phone, you want it to just be familial, and just boop, 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 I'm in, I, I'm in, I'm out. Oh, but now you're like... one thing, and I'm lost. Same, same. I feel like such an old piece of shit. I know. know. But just remember, you updated it months ago and you got used to that so it will come yeah eventually but someday i'll just stop being able to adapt i feel like you know yeah i think you get old and you get you just get you care less you're like i'm not doing snapchat no i'm out yeah there's the yeah you just you start going like dropping apps yeah yeah or they make a new one you're like i'm not there's no chance i'm learning a new no fucking fucking app and I hate the accounts and the signing in and the password protected and the the pin code, the login. I'm so sick of that it's shit. It's even scarier when they're like, you want to just link them all together? Oh, and You're like, I, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think I do. I don't want to. They get into one. They get all of them. Oh, they get all of them. Yeah, Ugh. you're fucked. Yeah, that's terrifying. So at the Super Bowl, did you, because uh, you, you did have wonderful seats and I'd imagine great access and things like that. Did you run into, you said Guy Fieri. Any oh. other uh, celebs? Well, let's see. Uh, Guy Fieri did a, a Something's Burning, you know, Bert's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cooking show, and he was the coolest guy. You know, you know, I, I'm, I'm a comic. I'm a cynical cunt. So you always go, ah, Guy Fieri, fucking 
peroxide blonde hair, flames on the shirt, sunglasses on the neck. What a douche. And then you meet him and you're like, no, oh, he's fucking awesome. Who am I kidding? Yeah. He's great. It was Sh- Shane Torres has a joke about him. Yes. Right? Yes, exactly. Great, great joke. joke. I yeah. wanted to bring that up, but I was like, ah, he's probably heard that a million times. He is like the Nickelback of people, though. People yeah. like, you know, like shit <laughs> yeah. on Nickelback. And you meet Nickelback, they're pretty cool. And I was like, I I know like eight of your songs. <laughs> yeah. I always say uh, Fieri is like Anthony Bourdain if he wasn't depressed. That's funny. You know, because he's like on the road, he's doing food. Yeah, and all yeah, that. yeah. He's like not emo Anthony Bourdain. Yes. He's just like fucking fun Hulk Hogan version right. of Anthony Bourdain or something. He's like monster drink if it was a person. <laughs> yeah. And he was super, he walked up and, you know, he, he has a presence. He's got the colors and the hair and the, the jewelry. And he goes, boys, what's shaking? And you're like, hey. And you immediately like, hey, uh, you, you kind of like kiss his ass. Yeah. And then he just pulls out like a cigar box and he hands us all cigars. So I start lighting when he goes, ah, let me show you. You're doing it all wrong. And I'm like, oh, and he lit it. And I just wanted to blow him. Oh, my God. He's like a man. That's The cigar thing is interesting because I feel like a child when I smoke a cigar. Yeah. Because yeah. of that. Because of that energy that someone else will bring to the circle where they're like, let me show you how to fucking cut that. Or exactly. Whatever. You're like, okay, thanks, dad. Yes. It was very dad-ish. <laughs> yeah. And then he went on the show and like kind of like showed Bert what's what, a lot of mansplaining. It was, it was cool. In terms of cooking? Yeah. And like, wash your hands, step one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bert, what the fuck? Wash those hands, will you? But yeah, great guy. And then like Theo was at the Super Bowl. Uh, we saw Drake. Oh, wow. We went, yeah, we went to a Drake show at like two in the morning in an airplane hangar. Uh, a lot of NFL players came in the green room after the shows. And, you know, Shane and Jay are like, that's a Bill. That's a Steeler. That's a Packer. That's... Uh, cowboy, and you're like, holy shit! Yeah, as a giant Bills fan, I'm so jealous of like Shane's uh, relationship that he's got with Gabe Davis now. It's oh, so funny. they're like thick as thieves. I know it's crazy. It's I mean, it's cool. I'm, and he was telling me about it at Skankfest, but uh, I saw he was talking about it on Rogan how he like got his jersey. <laughs> Everyone just thought he had Down syndrome. Uh. <laughs> I always wondered that because there are athletes that won't give autographs or merch or like their gloves or whatever to adults. Oh, and really? I always say, I go, how do they know they're not something? Ooh, yeah. Good what if point. they get caught being like no to an adult, and that adult actually like is autistic? Yeah, or whatever. It's a know? lot of that out there. You shouldn't. I think they should like re, you know revise their strategy a little bit. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, <laughs> but he is the coolest guy, the sweetest guy. Like, oh sure, I'm a nerd. I'm. We went to some house party for uh, Saquon. Yeah, yeah, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm the I'm the shortest guy there by a foot and a half. Everybody's got chains on and cool sneakers and all this shit, and I'm wearing like, you know, a bare naked ladies shirt or something, <laughs> and Crocs, and I show up and you just feel like a door. It's like high school again. Yeah. And there's rap music playing, and there's a pool outside with hot women, and everybody's gorgeous and sexy, and you're just like, what am I doing here? But he made you. Feel, he's like, no, oh, I got you. Come on in. Oh, that's cool. He was the coolest guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I'd fare at those parties. I wonder. Oh, I think I'd just be like really awkward. You feel. You feel it. Exactly. And they feel. They're like, who's this guy? Yeah. Who's this narc? You're clearly not a player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, just your best case scenario is you're like, I'm a Jewish agent. Yeah. 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 Be nice to me. I'm a coach. Yeah. <laughs> Someday you're yeah. gonna see me. I'm gonna be your receivers coach. Right. Right. Look out. But that's the cool thing about I've met a few UFC fighters and I've met a few NFL players. They're big and strong and secure, and they're not mean because right. they're it's the nerds who are mean. It's the yeah. dweebs who are like, fuck you. They got a chip on their shoulder. These guys are like, hey, I'm living. I'm getting laid. I'm making money. I'm I'm six four, six eight. 
Yeah, there, that is true. There's something like docile about them yes. compared to like dorks who are like, I'm so fucking angry. I have so yes. much cum in my ball. <laughs> it's the yappy dog versus like the St. Bernard who's like, hey, what, what's your problem? Right. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'd i like to go to those parties, though, and see what's up. You know? Fun to see. I'm did glad you, I uh, went. Did you ever do the Bustin' with the Boys podcast? I didn't, but I met those guys. Yeah, they. Uh, so Taylor Luan, he is... Uh, formerly of the titans now he just got released oh but he's you know he's 10 years in he's got his podcast he's gonna be like just fine okay but they did something fucked up uh the he showed up to his house after his release and he posted a photograph on social media of it uh that i'm sure rob will put in post here but uh it was several garbage bags of his stuff Mm. that he had in his locker and they were just like, here you go. And they just threw it on Damn. his porch. Isn't that after 10 years? It's like a divorce. Like, get out of here. Take your shit. It's fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. The, the, and the NFL's got money. Yeah. Throw that shit the in the Tennessee bin. The Tennessee Titans have money. Yeah. Be, yeah. And it's like one of your best players that you've ever had. That's harsh, Treat them nice. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been in a job like that where it's like there's no loyalty even after oh, so long? Totally. I mean, I, I worked every whore. I was a... A busboy, furniture mover, janitor. I remember when I quit being a janitor, they go, uh, all right, well, you have to replace yourself. And I was like, huh? I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's wild. And they were like, yeah, you have to find a replacement. And I was like, I think they were just lying to me, but I was so <laughs> dumb and naive. I was like, okay. So I called every guy I know, and I was like, do you want to be a janitor? They're like, no. <laughs> I'm, uh, I work in an office. <laughs> So I finally found one guy, and then he got fired quickly, but I was like, now it's on you. It's almost yeah, like Jumanji. Seem like a good system. Horrible system. You want the guy that's quitting or is about to get fired to, like, replace himself yeah. with the same thing? Right, right. I've never heard of that. We, you, we yeah. don't do that with relationships. Yeah. If I could crazy. die, hey, you got you to hey, find a new chick for me. Your, your sister. Now. Yeah. <laughs> True story. But yeah, that, I mean, jobs, you know, it's. You see comedy club waitresses, they come oh, and the go, it's so much it's turnover, it's crazy. I had, a, I mean, I worked in radio for the same company for so long, and I always thought, I'm like, they're going to take care of me someday. Yeah. And then it just never happened, and I just left. And right. It was like the best thing that ever happened to me. But it was like, I don't know why I thought some corporation was going to like hook me up someday. Yeah. For all my hard work. You know, it's just it's cops. Like that. Yeah, it's they get the pension or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, That's about yeah. it. Twenty years and they can just go peace. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't have to replace themselves either. <laughs> no, no, no. But aren't you glad you're out of radio? I mean, look at you doing this. Radio is kind of dying. Oh, I'm so glad. I dodged a bullet. Like I got in as the door closed, and I got out as the just the house blew up. I mean, it was COVID would have. I would be dead right now, probably. Like I'd be, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would not have a job for sure. And was it early morning shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a nightmare. It was bad. I mean, it got. I figured it out. I was doing shows at night, sleeping like three hours, and then going to work, and then sleeping. It was crazy. <sighs> I, it was a pace that I couldn't keep up with anymore. That's for sure. Like we had to be here at one today. We're yeah. doing this pot at one, and that was like, all right, I gotta. I gotta step it up here. One o'clock. <laughs> I I had to be here at eleven. That was like oh. I got. I was like, fuck, man. I gotta really like set two alarms. Yes. You know what I mean? Like pre noon is is a, is a is a mountain to climb. I mean, we. I mean, that's just. Don't you ever think though? Like we're children. Of course. I mean, I think that every day. I just go like, there's people. I don't. Some days I don't do anything. Yeah, we tell jokes for a living. We eat junk food. We want people to like us. We watch sports, we play video games. Yeah, yeah, we're children. It's so crazy. I mean, like, I'm so happy that I'm doing it, but then I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, this is crazy. Well, like, I'm married, but, you know, you're you're dating. Yeah. And every girl is like, hey, you're a comedian, you're pie, that's so cool, you do your own thing, and then they're like, 
you want to get dinner? And you're like, I can't. I right. have four shows or three shows. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, I thought you liked the comedy thing. And they're like, no, I do, but I still oh, hang out man. with you. My last girlfriend uh, was like that. It was like, well, can we hang out on Saturday? It's like, I'm going to be in Dallas. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I'm home on Monday. Right. And then you're at work, you know? What you exactly. And then yeah. I always flip it on them. I'm like, well, what, what, what do we, uh, we get lunch? And she's like, well, I'm at work. I'm like, oh, oh you can have a job. But yeah. I, I, my job is When you no have good. to work, uh, it's not a big to-do. Yeah. don't get all cryy when, you know, it's Tuesday at noon and right. you're not around. You yeah, know? women like the night because the night is like dinner, movie, Broadway show, bar, drink. Yeah, the day is so much better, though. The day I love great. a day drink. I like going to... A empty bar in the day. Oh, yeah. The city's a little tunes. empty. Totally. Everyone's at work and you like can bask in the fact that you're not. Yeah. You ever watch a movie at like two? Oh, I love it. That's the I go best. alone like Don Draper. I yes. just walk in there. I sit down. No one knows. I do the same. Alamo Draft House. I get a meal. I get a beer. I just kick back. It's There's nothing better. Oh, it's the greatest. The day is the best for that kind of shit, for yeah. sure. Now, you said you you got married recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tom Brady has been all over the place, you know, divorcing yeah. his, his lady and now he's retired but did you hear he's uh doing stand or wants to do stand up <laughs> I did it. now that's an offensive line it's right. like how bad was the fucking <laughs> sorry that's, that's a good joke. No, I, did, I, I had to throw it in i fucking didn't catch it at first i'm bad i dude i just did um the anus pod yesterday with barstool it's with uh these two guys kb and nick mm-hmm. and they are they're so funny but they're like math funny like that uh, like, I, and, yeah. I, and it takes me like I'm dumb. Like, I'm right. like numbers and shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know I'm what you so mean. fucking slow. But I, I, how bad could his divorce have been that he's choosing to do stand up now? You think it's going to be I like know. one of these one and done things? Or? Yeah, I think it's like a bucket list bullshit. I mean, Connie Chung did stand up for 10 seconds. Stormy Daniels did stand up for 10 seconds. You know, they, they all think like, oh, because the problem with stand up is there's no barrier to entry like no, yeah i'll be in a band i'll be a rock star all right well here's a here's a book and a guitar and go take two years to learn it so they go oh fuck that yeah but stand-up it's like literally going up there and going i've gotten a laugh at a christmas party i'll just do that exactly in front of people and a microphone and it's hard and if you're tom brady you can hire somebody to like write it ah good point yeah and then you just deliver it i guess but he doesn't seem I mean, I've never met the guy, and no offense to him, but he just doesn't have—he doesn't have that in him. No, I don't see it either. I don't know what he's—he seems very, like, chill. Yeah. Which is fine, but it's like, you know, there's stand-ups like that, but he just doesn't, em- like, uh, emit any, like, I'm going to speak for a long period of time here. 100%, yeah, It's totally. very bizarre that he's deciding this. I just thought it was maybe his divorce was such a nightmare. Yeah. He's like now the Joker, you know, he's getting up there. Well, his new lady is uh, nothing to sneeze at. That's true. He's not going to have any hard time, like— it's not like he's not going to get any pussy ever again. No, yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> and he's got this new uh, broadcast contract. Oh, sure. So he's, it's like $300 million or whatever, so he's oh my just God. fine. It's the craziest broadcast contract in the history of time. Really? He just, the, no one even knows if he's good at it. <laughs> That's true. That's he's got true. a 10-year deal for however many millions of dollars that you just suggested. Wow. It's crazy. And then the guy like that he's, re- uh, Greg Olson, who he's replacing, is like really good. Oh, yeah? And now he has to take a pay cut. Yeah. Because he's moving to like the second chair. Or whatever. Whoa. So he's fucked. And er, he's not fucked. He's going to be fine. But it's like they're fucking him over, basically. Yeah. For Tom Brady, who they don't even know. Like Tony Romo does the analysis shit, right? Sure. And he came out of the gate so good. He's great. Well, 
Not anymore. Oh, really? He's really fallen off. Really? <laughs> yeah, because the problem is he came out and he was just the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys like the year before. But he's got charisma. Yeah, he's still up there doing his thing, but he's not. <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't know what he's talking about anymore uh, because he was the Cowboys quarterback. So he knew these teams when he was covering them. Oh, he's out. He's out. He's of already. He just studied. Yeah, now he doesn't study shit. He's not learning who the new people are. He doesn't know what they're like doing necessarily like if you notice he stopped guessing the plays uh, because he's been getting them wrong <laughs> oh i didn't notice that wow and he's been just like saying shit that's generic and oh no just kind of like really like people are like you gotta buckle down and start doing some homework pal. it's like that comic who was great at one point and then you see him later at like working out at gotham and they're like what's up with gluten <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we did that 20 years ago they're scraping the barrel yeah. for something they're just like yeah you get the, you know they lost a step but I wonder if broadcasters are looking at Tom Brady the way comics are looking at Tom Brady. Like, wait, wait, no, no. Are you coming into this world now? This exactly. is my shit. You That's can't the do thing. that. There's some guy who went to fucking Syracuse yeah. out there who's like, I've been over here on a mic for two decades. Uh, yeah, I worked my way up. I did the the grind. I did the whole thing. And now yeah. you're just popping on. Right. That's the that's what's crazy about it. And, and same that, with like Greg Olson, who like worked at other networks and worked his way up. After he retired. Exactly. And now he's like on the top broadcast and Tom Brady's like, oh, that'll be my chair. Thanks. Whenever I decide. That was the whole deal. Whenever he like wanted to retire. Right. You know what what, uh, we got to do is just to just to get let Tom Brady know how fucked up this is. How about you play for the Vikings? (laughs) We get Josh Potter in in, uh, QB at the Vikings or tight end. And they're going to go, what are you crazy? That's how we feel. Yeah. No, it's it's like um, with stand up. Like you said, everybody thinks they can just get up and do it. Yeah. I feel like it's the same with broadcasting, too. They're like, well, I just, totally. you know, I'm totally. just going to talk about football. And you don't even have to be funny. No, not at all. You just have to say what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Like in a coherent way that's not jarring to the game. Right. Because there are, there are tons of people out there that are just like super shitty at it, and they're just jarring people. You know? I know. And then they stay in the local. I always, That's what I, the ones I like to listen to. We play them on this program quite a bit. But yeah, no, I'm sorry to get autistic about broadcasting. Oh, I get it. But, <laughs> but it, it, people like, uh, we all kind of shit on acting. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, make believe and you get paid millions of dollars. Well, it must be so hard to be an actor. But then I've acted in stuff and I watch the, the reels and I'm like so bad that I'm like, oh, I guess acting is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you these guys be, are good. Do you ever think you have to be like a real sociopath to act? Oh, they're all crazy. They're literally psycho. loony too. I'm learning this now living in Los Angeles that yeah. you meet an actress or whatever and they're like, oh, you don't really know who you are. Yes, <laughs> yes. You're always like drifting around in these personalities. It's totally strange. You know what's weird about actors? We all go, I love Tom Hanks. I love Denzel. And you're like, but why? You don't yeah. know anything about them. You only know them playing another person. You don't know their opinions. Their a thoughts. collection of other people. That's like all. It, you're like, I just like everything he's in. It's like, yeah, but you don't even really know who that guy is. Exactly. At yeah. least with stand-ups, you get a feel for who they are and what they give a shit about or hopefully how they think. Yeah. Some people go up and they put on a real ruse. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we all know the guy who's like upping the Boston accent or upping the, the yeah. Mexican thing. Or and like, like, I'm a nice guy. And then they come off stage <laughs> and they're like, you stupid fucking cunt. Cosby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cosby was the king of that. Yeah, that's exactly true. That's the most extreme example. But there are, there are gray areas too where it's not quite Cosby, but they're just like, well, that guy's kind of a prick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, what happened to that nice guy I saw on stage there? Uh, I heard of... Bob Newhart just kill his, like, slaves. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Today. Actually. Yeah. Well, let's play the news song. Ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 ba-dum, 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 ba-
It's time for the news. Hell yeah. News time. Oops, I'm losing my papers. Um, so you did get married recently. There was a, a, a marriage story that I had in here Ooh. somewhere. Marriage oh, it's because uh, it was about... Now, say uh, your wife, you know, she didn't want to do it, right? Do anal? No, do the uh, marriage thing. Oh, yeah. No, that was me. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. She wanted it pretty bad, I guess. But yes. in this case, okay, so this guy, his bride actually died during the wedding. Didn't leave, just what? died during it. What an out. Yeah, right? He's like, Phew. But he didn't get out because uh, according to the rituals of this uh, culture, mm. she was immediately replaced with her sister. Shut the fuck. Where are we here? Uh, this is happening in uh, India. Okay. I didn't want to say it. According to- I, that, I, was gonna, I should have had you guess. Yeah. Well, I that would have been arranged. a sticky wicket if I, if I did that, though. That would have been a mean- like gotcha moment if I was like, guess where this is happening? Yeah, yeah. And then he said the wrong thing. News 18 in India says uh, the bride's name was Hetel, and uh, she was the daughter of a man identified as uh, Janabi Rathor, mm. and she was in the process of marrying uh, the son of this person. Hetel reportedly said she felt dizzy before fainting, and then she died. Whoa. Well, that, that's kind of nuts. Like, I wonder if there was like a, I can't marry this fucking bitch. Yeah, like and a little, little foul little, play. Do a little poison or yeah. something. Yeah. And then he thinks he's good. Uh, and then they got bad news for him. You got to marry the fucking sister. Or maybe he wanted the sister. Hetel, more like Settel. <laughs> Am I right, folks? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this, there's something up here. Well, yeah, the, do- the so the doctors told her uh, she had died of a heart attack. After she was rushed to the hospital nearby, even as the family mourned the death of Hedel, relatives proposed an alternative plan to ensure the wedding celebrations continued. Mm. Hedel's body was reportedly kept cold in storage until the ceremony was over. Jesus. Uh, according to the news, the family then decided to marry Hedel's younger sister to the man instead. Oh my lord! Now what did she have a say? The I don't. It doesn't say that. These articles sometimes I get pissed because it's like very intriguing yes but it doesn't give you all like how old is this sister right is she you know 11 is she hotter is she right grosser? Is she i need to see yeah is she cooler right is, did this guy make out like a bandit or did he get fucked yeah you know there's a lot of variables there also you gotta you probably got to know the first lady a little bit and you're, you have a rapport and then this gal you're like oh now i gotta i mean i guess you got your whole life to get to know her also that family is so bizarre they're like all right she's dead we got this ceremony we paid for. Yes. We got to do something. That's what it is, the bill. And they're like drawing straws or something. Like, could have been an aunt. It could have been a cousin, <laughs> you know? And here it is. It's the sister. Yeah. And then the ice. They put her on ice, the other one. That's they kept the other. They were like, well, before we ship her off to the morgue, we got to, let's just keep her in the cooler, you know? That's the weirdest busboy. Hey, we need the busboy over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, put yeah, her in yeah. the ice machine, will you? Yeah. Keep her away from the catering, though. We don't want her to stink <laughs> up any of the meat. Now, could they kind of do a funeral at the... You already got the people there. Yeah, right. They want to buy another venue and rent <laughs> out another thing and have people come by. Just do knock the funeral out. I mean, it's a, it's a bizarre... Yeah, they're already bizarre in continuing the ceremony. They might as well just be callous and have the funeral. Hell, yes. just bury her in the flower pot out front of the... Whatever the hell, the mosque. What do they use in India? I don't know. I think it's a mosque, yeah. But you cut, you can cut her head off and that, that could be the bouquet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got the veil on and everything yeah. still. <laughs> I wonder if they had to get the dress off her right. and put it on the sister, you know? 
know? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, we got to get more info on this. I got to find out what happened there. Hell. In this, in this case, uh, there's a man who... He claimed he has a spiritual girlfriend. This was sent Ooh. in by David Reed. Spiritual. Police, this, this is, is in worse Peru. Than the guy who goes, uh, my girlfriend lives in Canada. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> this is kind of worse. I'm gonna say because police in Peru seized a mummified human mm. between 600 and 800 years old from a former food delivery driver who claimed to have had it at his home for three decades. What? These. I mean, come on. How much could a mummified human cost that a delivery driver can fucking afford one you know yeah and then like i thought i was in older women <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is this an 800 guy. year old broad here <laughs> yeah and he's driving around with it talking to it and shit julio uh cesar 26 will remain detention while investigators look into the case a government official told uh the, the afp mr bernino told local media the mummy was uh called juanita mm. and was my spiritual girlfriend at home, she's in my room. She sleeps with me. I take care of her, he said in a video that went viral. Nice. Uh, according to the Ministry of Culture, the pre-Hispanic relic was a mummified adult male individual, so it wasn't even a chick. What? This guy didn't even know. He's like, she, she, she's misgendering this mummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Juanita. It's a Juan, a specialist that the ministry affirmed, adding the mummy consisted of the remains of at least uh, a 45-year-old man. So... This guy doesn't even know what he's fucking here. Yeah. The body was wrapped in bandages in the fetal position. Whoa. Just fucking let my body decompose. Yeah, rest 800 years old? Come on. I don't want to, I'm not going to get buried, I don't think. going to do cremation. I think I'm the same. Yeah, throw my ashes somewhere cool. No one can fuck your ashes. No one can fuck your ashes. That's or, a t-shirt. Or steal from your ashes either. Like, these people who bury people with rings and shit, it's like. Oh, Yeah. I guess it's tough to get into a casket these days. Yeah, they do it. The grave robbers. That was they a still big exist. Thing. You think? I think there's a. They're out there. Yeah, it's that's... probably harder now. They got to have like they're like a fucking the Emilio Estevez in Mission Impossible. They got to have like a fucking <laughs> yeah. thing to unlock the caskets and everything like that because they're all locked up now. Are they locked? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, they okay. do that thing where they turn the, they crank it. Oh shit! I don't know. I don't know either. You've been to have more more uh, burials than I have. I guess <laughs> in New Orleans they can't bury you, right? No, they they uh, were uh, below sea level, so you have to put them in a mausoleum. We call it. Yeah, yeah, because they'll float out. They'll float out with the floods. Oh my god, that's terrifying. Crazy. Talk about a horror movie. How did they learn that? The hard way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was there oh. ever, was there like an ancient legend of New Orleans where it's like the bodies filled the streets? Yeah, there was like a flood, uh, Hurricane Andrew or whatever the hell in 1909. Oh, and okay. all these bodies came up. So they were like, not, not again. And uh, they started putting them up top. Now, do you think uh, you're going to get, a, are you going to get a place in Austin? You've been down there quite a bit. You might as well get an apartment. Nah, well, I got to tell you, you know, we do the Protect Our Parks probably yeah. three times a year, and then the he's got the new club, Yeah, and it is sick. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I've seen pictures and things, but I can't wait to like see with my own eye. It opens in one month, I think. They, they, it's all pretty much done. It's like 98% done, but uh, it is wild. Like, you walk through there, and you're like... Oh, wow. I didn't know this was allowed. Like having a comic club this perfect. Really? The green room, there's tunnels underground for the comics. We don't have to deal with the audience. And there's a back alley entrance. And there's everything's videotaped. Everything's audio recorded. And there's a full bar just for the comics as a regular bar. I mean, it's going to be nuts. I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited. And like, I was like, because people are up my ass constantly like, why aren't you going to Austin? You know? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> but that I mean, it's I'm going to go visit quite a bit. Yeah, you know? I mean, a, a lot of people and me included were like, Austin's a flash in the pan, but. I mean, with this club opening, you got Segura, you got Brian Simpson, and uh, Kill Tony, and all these fun yeah. shows and stuff. And there's like a Cap City, there's Rogan's Club, there's the Creek, there's the Vulcan. There's, it just it's it's pretty good. No, yeah, for sure. It's definitely like rivaling, uh, you know, other scenes. So yeah, I'm excited that it exists. Yeah, you know? totally. I think it's gonna really like put a ripple in the comedy world. How often do you see yourself spending, or like, you know, do you see yourself spending like a couple of weeks there at a time? Or well, I look at nah, I look at Austin kind of like ice cream. Like it's so fun. There's tons of great people. It's the weather's hot. It's nice, but I would just. It's like Vegas. You can't live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I the way I felt. Slip about away. It. Yeah, yeah. I would just party too much. The parties are weird too. It's like a dude in a hat. And like a guitar, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's like those kinds of parties. Yeah, but it, it's you can it's fun. You can feel there's an energy there. Like L.A. used to have that energy. Yeah, I used to go to L.A. in 2013, 12, and it was like buzzing, and there was hot people everywhere, and cool cars, and the weather's perfect, and the crowds were hot. And now it doesn't. It feels a little more like problematic. Hey, what did you say? A little, yeah, like, yeah, a little yeah. po- finger pointy there. It's also kind of scary. It's well, been really hobos. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been kind of scary since COVID, but it's also been the weather's been terrible. <laughs> oh, is that right? That was all. That was what you had was the weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, why do I live here? Sometimes. Yeah, and I, but it's, it's it'll it'll come back. It'll, it'll come, come back. It'll come back. Let's but hope it, so. it needs like a kick in the taint. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah. and let's have fun again. I think there is a little element of that. I mean, I find like crowds here in New York to be a little more like oh than for even sure. in LA it's for crazy. sure and it, i never felt that when i was like you know 10 years ago i know we were the gritty like let's get crazy yeah the jim nortons the bill burrs the patrice o'neills yeah. and all that and now it's definitely like Ooh. it's more yeah it feels more like in la sometimes like you think like oh this crowd's gonna be so woke or whatever and then you do it and they're like wow they were pretty game yeah Maybe because they're so sick of it, too, or something. Maybe. But it, it's so annoying because it's all trends. Yeah. Like, I hate that it ebbs and flows like that. You're like, is is it funny or is it not funny? Exactly. Why do you go, hey, he, he said trans in the setup, so I don't know. And you're like, but you don't even know if I'm going to go to a bad place yet. Right. You know, it's almost like this Pavlovian thing we've created. I go to a bad place often on this program, and uh, <laughs> this next story, it involves murder. Sorry. I'm, I'm I'm rambling here. No, I like I'm I'm happy. Oh, yeah. right, I'm just, right, I was right. making a, a what I thought was a natural segue into all something right. else. I'll but, take uh, it. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, so police in Hong Kong they filed murder charges against the former father-in-law and brother-in-law of a model and influencer. Now I've seen this lady. Her name is Abby Choi. Mm, Choi, very Choi. pretty. Uh, but so the brother-in-law and father-in-law they're charged with the murder. Because uh, the body parts of this woman were found in a refrigerator, and the skull was believed to be hers in a pot at the rural home. Whoa. That's kind of, I mean, if you're going to kill your famous daughter slash sister-in-law. Yeah. There she is, yeah. How about that? I mean, hell of a skull on her. Yeah, quite a (laughs) noggin there. So wait, she was found in a fridge? Yeah. Oh, no. Of her father and brother-in-law. Oh, Wow. Uh, she's 28. She had financial disputes involving tens of millions of Hong Kong dollars with her ex-husband and his family. Holy moly. Some people were unhappy with how she handled her finances, evidently. And she was a model and influencer who shared her glamorous life of photo shoots and fashion shows with more than 100,000 followers. That seems low for a hot chick on Instagram. Totally. And 
I mean, it just goes to show you, folks, like she was probably trying to live this uh, extravagant life for the clicks. Look at me. Yes. Here we go. But it, it, that, that's just it right there, folks. It's There's, uh, there's repercussions. <laughs> she buried herself into a hole and yes. then got buried into a hole, literally. Right. And uh, yeah, I can't believe it was her family, though. It's like, why did... So did she have like financial problems with her father and brother-in-law? Probably. Maybe it's like they also could be a thing where it's like they thought she had more money than she had, uh, so they were trying to like steal her money, you know? Let's and, kill her and take her money. And how'd they get caught? You know, you just you said they got there in the fridge. Were they right. like was someone a, came over and was like, Whoa, yeah, Dahmer. can I get a Coke? Get a Coke. Oh <laughs> shit, don't get a Coke. I forgot. You know, then too late. That's how I always wonder how people with stuff in their fridge get caught. Yeah. He's like, no one's looking in my fridge. I don't have anything in there, but no one's really looking in my fridge. No, you got those Totino's uh, pizza rolls? Uh, yeah, they're in the freezer. Oh, wait, no. Ah, no, no, no. Just, uh, you know, behind the skull. Yeah. Behind the body parts. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I guess, like, you could wrap them up and be like, oh, that's just like a leg of lamb. Right, right. It's Maybe a, they. that's how ballsy some of these people are. They're like, they'll just think it's meat. Yeah, it's a head of lettuce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not of human. She had one last post a week ago featuring a photo shoot she had done with L'Oreal. Ooh, the makeup. Yeah. Or, uh, I'm sorry, no, it's L'Officiale Monaco. I don't know, some fashion publication. My bad. Not L'Oreal. I read that wrong. All right. Yeah, good murder story. Thank you out there. Uh, Very good. Who sent that guy in? Let's see. There'll be a documentary on that. Yeah, that'll be like a Netflix show. Are you watching the Murdaw? Which one's that? It's the Murdoch family out of South Carolina, and it's fucking wild. No, They're I the, did not. I, that you know which one I was thinking of was the uh, this one on Hulu about a cult. This guy like made a sex cult with his daughter's dorm room friends. No way. That one was intense, but I thought that's what it was called at first. I couldn't. I'll watch that tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Watch. I mean, it's crazy. He just like starts showing up at the dorm. He's like, "You guys want pizza?" And they're like, "Cool." Stacy's dad's buying us pizzas and then the next thing you know they're all sucking and fucking and Whoa. Like, they all live in this one room together. Harrington saw it, right? It's called Stolen Youth Inside the Cult at Sarah Lawrence. Yes. So Stolen Youth. It's about Sarah Lawrence University. Yeah, you saw it, right, Harrington? Crazy. Yeah, I got through like the first episode. The, yeah, it's fucking brutal how uh, this guy just like infiltrates their world and then just like you, you go like, how simple are some people? I know. Because it's like, how could this guy convince you? Well, how did, yeah, that's what I want to see. How did he get them from A to B? It's real easy. Is it? (laughs) Yeah, it was seemingly, it it. just seemed like he really, he just would be like talking to them a lot Hmm. and then be like, I think maybe uh, you should take things this way and then like give them little advice tips. And then the next thing you know, he's like, now let me show you how to have sex. Whoa. Crazy. I'm watching that tonight. Yeah, so the Murdaugh one, though, you were saying. Yeah, it's this rich family in South Carolina. They own the town. They're like, you know, the big lawyers in town, and it's generation after generation of wealth, and they got this crazy drunk kid, the son of theirs, who's like a party animal. He'll flip his car, and they'll fix it before the cops find out, or he'll uh, run over a kid, and they'll just bury that kid, and the cops won't know. They just get out of everything, and eventually they start, people start going against them. Ah, and is that the one with the stupid redhead kid? Yes. Yes. And yes. he's like getting trouble now, like, po- yeah, or he's like he's mad in, about it now. He's or on something? CNN all day in the courtroom. <laughs> he looks like a like a retarded Kennedy. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> like missing something. Right, yeah, he's super I didn't ginger. realize that, that was the same thing. I got to check that out. For oh, sure. it's, it just keeps unraveling and you're like, well, that was crazy. And then it just gets crazier and crazier and it's you can't stop watching. 
They they find these cases on this Netflix. I mean, it's either they find a comic or they're like, let's uh, talk about the most heinous things that we can figure out here, you know? I know, and you know, com- we chased that uh, that that TV spot, so we're going to start murdering soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there is already one, I guess, out there, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. I guess that one just happened. Well, so I said uh, on another podcast, I'm like, this guy should just run with this. <laughs> He's going to be famous. I mean, like, why yeah. not? You know, people are looking at his clips now. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Know? Keep it going in jail, pal. Do your special from there. Mm-hmm. So uh, also, uh, we were talking last week with Lumi Ray about- uh, Lumi this... Ray, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, she probably will. Uh, but there is, uh, we were talking about how there's this whole thing, you know, about dicks are bigger than they used to be or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. Have you seen that? I saw that dick. 30% bigger? Yeah. I'm, I mean, 30%. That's a isn't junk. That nuts. That's what I'm saying. It's like, how small were dicks? I mean, well, uh, George Washington was using something tiny, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's crazy, but they say it's from pollution and all this pollution. Other stuff. Cool. It sounds For, like a good thing. I know. It sounds like a, it's like a, that movie Signs, where it's like the water kills the aliens. We're like, oh, cool, just water. That's neat. Now yeah. we have pollution. We're like, oh, sweet. All the thing that we're like trying to eliminate made our dicks bigger. This right. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, right. But I guess it makes it less useful. Is that? Oh, that's uh, that's what a small like dick guy pregnant. says. Yeah, that's what that's what I said too. I go, this is a dumb study. This is a study by someone small dicked guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh well, there's st- you know, big dicks are actually not as fertile as tiny <laughs> micro penises. A kitchen knife is better than a sword. Okay. <laughs> but in this article, it says here, drinking soda can lead to larger testicles. Interesting. Now, I don't know if the larger testicles then create more jizz or what, but here a study says uh, drinking Coca-Cola and Pepsi can lead to larger testicles and higher testosterone levels. Oh. So you got that low T, you just pop a Pepsi. Hey, there you go. That should be a Coca-Cola ad. That's pretty good, low T. it's like you pound a can of Coke and then fuck a a lady? I don't know. Yeah. The Northwest Minzu University in China was attempting to determine the impact of carbonated beverages on fertility and sex organs in men. The study looked at three groups of mice, Hmm. one that only drank water, another that drank different levels of Coca-Cola, with another doing the same with Pepsi over 15 days. Hmm. It's amazing because they were trying to like test their fertility i'm sure that you could have tested a million things but they're like let's see how big their balls are (laughs) at the end of it you know yeah that's a fun experiment yeah right there's all these guys doing all these dick studies yeah imagine being a doctor at a university and you go to school and you get all the medical things and then you come out and you're like what have you been doing with your with your new yeah cancer research what are we doing here now mice balls well did you know pollution makes dicks bigger yeah right (laughs) right Cool. Great great work, man. <laughs> it was quickly discovered that the mice drinking Coke and 100% Pepsi compared to a mixture of Pepsi and water had significant change. For instance, the mice were given pure Coca-Cola had higher levels of male hormone what? compared to the group that drank water. That doesn't seem like it lines up with humans, though. I guess not. But Think of a person who just drinks Coke all day. Yeah, that's not a good look. Yeah, and I don't imagine their dick's getting too hard very yeah. often. Yeah. Yeah, that's a code red. You know? <laughs> All right. But, uh, oh, man. I, I, yeah, how does that, how does the one connect to the other? It's all the chemicals, maybe, or oh, something like that. Uh, yeah, the study yeah. concluded that drinking Coca-Cola and Pepsi could promote uh, testes development and enhance Whoa. testosterone secretion. So maybe if you like, they're saying, like, if you give it to a kid or something, his balls drop quicker. Interesting. A kid that drinks Coke is in, like, sixth grade, like, hey, how's it going? 
And you're like, oh, yeah, boy, had a lot of coke, huh? Well, it's kind of like how Viagra was supposed to be a heart thing, and then it had just made your dick hard. That's cool. So it's like soda is supposed to be just a refreshing beverage, but it makes your balls bigger. Does Viagra like thin your blood? Yes, it's because you can't do other drugs with it. Right? No, it's bad for your heart, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how like Wyland died, and a bunch of people like really? Viagra and Coke. The Stemple don't double yeah, yeah, pilot. Yeah, what? Because everyone says it's a drug overdose, but the whole reason he even had an overdose because Viagra was also in there. Whoa. Yeah. How about that? Stick to. And I, there's you. a bunch of people that I. I mean, because you see these older guys that have these ODs, and it's not fentanyl related or anything like that, and you're like. You know what happened there, and then you look and it's like, oh, he mixed Viagra with, you know, Coke or whatever. Whoa, it's crazy because yeah. blood gets all thin and you get all fucked up. Mm. Uh, our findings provide that scientific basis for fully understanding carbonated beverage effects, blah blah blah, and their mechanism and development of reproductive functions of humans and how they benefit. I want to just find out like how much bigger are these balls? Yeah. However, it contradicts previous studies that indicated sugary drinks made men less fertile mm. instead of more. So, like, what are we talking about here? A previous survey of 250 men showed those who drank a liter of cola a day had 30% fewer sperm than those that drank none. So I guess it, they got to get it to humans because the rats are going to be no indication, <laughs> yeah. evidently. Well, I think we could tell. There's a lot, I know a lot of guys who drink soda all day. And let's check those sacks. Yeah, let's see how, uh, f you know, let's see how useful their jizz is. Yeah. Yeah, you we know? had a ban on soda here in New York. Really? You couldn't get the big gulp. Oh, I see, like the size of them, yeah. Yeah, which is such a sad ban. Yeah, like, you know? it, well, it's sad if you really give a shit. Yeah. If you're out there, you're like, fucking God, like, I can't get a big gulp. That's sad to me. That is definitely yeah, sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're like picketing at the fucking courthouse over the big gulp, that's terrible. That's a bad existence. <laughs> I know. There's other people like, we got to have abortion rights. They're like, whoa, whoa. Hey, uh, I need my surge. Today's my day. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know anybody who drinks a lot of soda who's uh, swing slinging a lot of dick necessarily. Mm. I could be wrong. I don't know. Though. Well, I think black guys like soda. Oh, and they're, well, they're hey, packing. now you just added a new layer to the study. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Now right? that makes more more sense, actually, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Well, Mark, thank you for coming to the to Gas Digital. Oh. And I thank you to Gas Digital for having me. Thank you to Mike Harrington for doing... It's all away game stuff, you know? I'm in a different venue. Sure. Not in my own studio. A little out of sorts, but I appreciate you coming in and giving us the time. Didn't notice you were on your game, <laughs> you were on point, and uh, thanks for having me, Josh. Good to see you. No problem. If you want to plug anything, go for it. Sure. I got a couple pods myself. Uh, we might be drunk Tuesdays with stories. Uh, I'm all over the road, so come see me, say hello, and uh, praise Allah. I'll get some Bodega Cat, my whiskey. Ooh. Yeah. Well, thank you, folks, and uh, we will see you next Wednesday, remember, right here on The Josh Potter Show. Comedy. Yeah,